This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 12, Episode 44. This is Writing Excuses, NaNoWriMo 2017 Primer. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Dan. I'm Howard. We realized that this episode's going to air right before November starts. Woo-hoo. And we've it's been a little while since we did a true NaNoWriMo primer. And most of us here are very experienced, having done NaNoWriMo a bunch. Mm-hmm. I'm smiling at Howard, who is smiling back. I'm very experienced in never having actually done it. (laughs) But you do have valuable experience for this episode. Um, I'm going to start us off with my story of NaNoWriMo, which is somewhat hilarious because (laughs) back in the late 90s, it was like 90, no, it would have been 2000, Mm -hmm. right around 2000, 2001, uh, NaNoWriMo swept our little writing community. Uh, We were at the Leading Edge magazine then, working on it, being the editors, and this whole concept had just started a couple years before, and it hit us, and everyone was doing it, and we actually set up an online spreadsheet. Everyone posted their numbers every week in order to, you know, encourage each other to keep going along. I was writing uh, uh, Way of Kings, so this would have been the 2002 one, because we did it a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting and writing Way of Kings, and it was middle of the month, and I was like at 78,000 words or something. And I would all go on and add just, you know, as much as I was supposed to be adding as to not intimidate everyone else with my writing <laughs> speed. And it's the first time I can remember trying to hold back on bragging <laughs> about the this, you know, the epic length of my work, which I have generally given up on that, uh, trying <laughs> yeah. to not brag. But I could remember holding back and be like, well, I don't want Eric, our mutual friend, to feel embarrassed because he's having almost meeting it and he's winning, you know, right now by mm-hmm. adding 30,000 words today. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that spreadsheet. It's good uh, that you weren't a jerk. Mm. <laughs> I, no, it's good that I was a little less of a jerk than I could have been. <laughs> oh, okay, there's that. But uh, one of the things that is is fun about NaNoWriMo, and it's why a lot of people do it, is that having a community who's all pushing mm-hmm. for a goal, uh, it gives you a sense of um, participation and community and commiseration and and can also be like, wait, if they're doing that many words, I can I can, I can can try to up my game a little bit more. Um, so let me actually, can, can I toss out some tools yeah, that I use? Um, absolutely. So I have two kind of favorite websites for writing, uh, for, for things that help me get get writing done. One is called um, mywriteclub.com, and it's great. It's word sprints. Uh, you can set up a group. You can't see what anyone else is writing. All you see is as you are going, you and whoever are writing Real time, you can see their numbers changing. And there's a little... T- oh, that's cool. It's great. So you can say, okay, let's do a word sprint. And and it's it's actually built. So you write for 25 minutes and then mm-hmm. and then it stops counting your words. So you're supposed to take a five-minute break. So it's the Pomodoro method. And it's it's a lot of fun. And to, you can race. You can actually you can race. race. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and it, what also happens is you're like, I don't want to, del- I'm not going to delete words. I, I'm going to just keep going because then my numbers go down. So it's, it's very motivating. 
Um, the other one that I have recently found and am completely in love with is a site called For the Words, and that's the, the number four. It is a role-playing game in which the mechanic for defeating the monsters is the number of words you write and the amount of time you write them in. And you can go after different monsters. Like some monsters, they're really big bosses. It's like, all right, I'm going to have to write 1,100 words in the next five hours. And which I'm like, okay, I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 1,100 yeah. words in five hours? I gotcha. Uh, but some of them are, it's like, you have to write 1,100 words in the next hour. And you're like, oh, um, and you, you can, you have an avatar and you can get, you know, and there's quests that you can go on. It's a lot of fun. That's hilarious. It is stupidly fun and ridiculously motivating. There I'm, was a day that I wrote 7,000 words because I was like, I am going to f- beat this thing. <laughs> I am so happy there are people out there that do things like this. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a Brazilian team that's put it together. Hmm. Um, and I'm in love with them and have written them <laughs> fan mail. Do so we cool. need to mention what NaNoWriMo is? Oh, we probably should. Oh, I guess. Okay. So <laughs> NaNoWriMo. Uh, Something is, that Mork used to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it stands for National Novel Writing Month. NaNoWriMo. And the idea behind it is that you write an entire novel, as defined by 50,000 words, within the month of November. Start to finish. Done. Um, and it's something that we've all done, most of us have done, <laughs> in, our, in our early careers. And for me, at least, it was absolutely key in teaching me how to be a professional writer. Yes. Uh, you know, to set a goal for myself and to power through and to turn off the inner editor so that I can get the job done and then go back and revise it later instead of just constantly noodling around on one sentence and never accomplishing anything. Now, this sounds mercenary and even hack-like to people sometimes. Um, And let me say, for NaNoWriMo, it is a little bit sometimes, where you are pushing for word counts rather than the quality of those words. But the thing you have to understand is doing some heavy lifting like that increases your skills across the board. Yeah. Um, And beyond that, something that struck me as I've become a professional writer, and I've started to see quotes by classic professional writers, people like Steinbeck and whatnot, that you're like, wow, we studied these people in school. If you go read their advice on writing, none of them talk like the occasional new, you know, professor I had teaching a 200-level class is like, you must feel the art. Nobody talks like that. None of the pros. They say, you get the words on the page. And it doesn't matter who you're talking about, how beautiful their writing was. They all kind of reinforce this idea that you need to be mm-hmm. able to put words on the page so you have something to work with then and a way to get better. The best words you will ever write, listener, are hiding behind crappy words you haven't written yet. You got to get those out of the way. And yeah. sometimes the best words you'll write will be revising the crappy yeah. words. Sometimes they will yeah. be hidden in and yes. among those crappy <laughs> yes. words. But as as many, many a failed writer has discovered, you can't find those awesome words without writing 
the crappy ones. Now, one thing that I want to say based on – we're talking a lot about you know professional writers and mm-hmm. how this will train you to be a professional writer. That's true. I just want to remind people that you can do NaNoWriMo just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And lots of people do with no intention of ever publishing the thing. Right. It's, it, this is not something that you don't have to feel like you're aiming for publication. I've shared my basketball metaphor before, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the, it's, it's a good it's one that I repeat. use all the time. The so, idea that say it again. I think that writing is naturally just good for you to do. Just like sometimes my friends of mine will go play basketball every Wednesday night. They have no aspirations of ever being in the NBA. They don't need to. They have a satisfying life. They are not, you know, a tortured lost basketball player who missed their chance at true <laughs> happiness in life. No, mm-hmm. basketball's good for them. They go out, they exercise, they spend some time with friends. Writing can be the same thing for you. We talk a lot about being a pro uh, because that's been our life experience. But the truth is, if you just want to sit down and write a book, one, uh, a story once a week, work on a story because it's good for you, we lob that. We encourage that. And NaNoWriMo is a time, is a chance to try something different. Try to write every day Mm -hmm. to see what that does to you. This is like people who train for marathons. They have no intention of being a professional runner. They just want to run a marathon, which I think is crazy. Yeah, I'll agree with you. (laughs) My wife did it. It's insane. Yeah. And, but, and I realize I'm, I'm just going to flag that, that we've just used ableist language there, and I do want to apologize. It's I'm working to train that out. But... It, it's still, that's, I don't, why would anyone, they're, they're so, I don't understand yeah. it. So one thing I want you to remember, dear listener, is that writing quickly and writing well are two different skills. And that's one of the things that NaNoWriMo taught me was, I feel like I already knew how to write pretty words. I've gotten better over time, but that was a skill I had. I didn't know how to write those pretty words fast until NaNoWriMo. And so this focus on word count over quality is valuable. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's stop for the book of the week, which is Night Circus. Right. So The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern was a, a NaNoWriMo novel. It is fantastic. And this is one of the ones that I highly recommend you pick up the audiobook for. It's a beautifully narrated book. The book itself is gorgeous, but the audiobook narration just takes all of that gorgeous, lush prose and the world building. It's about this circus that only shows up at night. And and you think, oh, that's interesting. Except there's this other thing going on. In addition to the circus, there are two magicians that are having this decades-long battle of the wills. Uh, and using the circus as their battlefield. It is an amazing book. It's just fantastic. Uh, And written during NaNoWriMo. Excellent. Now, to offer a contrasting opinion on all of this, let's ask Howard why he has never done NaNoWriMo before. Um, It's not for lack of wanting to do it. Uh, I love the idea of sitting down and... And 
shooting for a word count goal during a, you know, during a month while everybody else is doing the same thing. The problem that I have run into, and it's a weird sort of, and I don't want to sound like I'm boasting here. I don't have, I don't have spec novels in my trunk. I've been paid for almost all of the less than 250,000 words that I've written. Uh, I've drawn a lot of pictures and I've written a lot of dialogue in comics, but in terms of prose, I don't have very much and I've been paid for all of it. And when I sit down to write, when November rolls around, what I immediately discover is, well, I could write this or I could write this thing that I'm currently being paid for where the pace is a little different. And I think I'll just, I get to write and draw for a living anyway. So I'll spend my time doing that. Um, I always feel a little bit guilty because here on Writing Excuses, we talk about how important it is to to write something, you know, to, uh, you know, you're out of excuses, now go write, get these words out. I just said, you've got great words hiding behind the crappy ones, you know, go, go write those. Uh, why am I not following my own advice? That's an excellent question. At some point, I will have structured my life so that I can enjoy the luxury of devoting two or three hours a day of writing time during the month of November to getting this done. But let me tell you this. I know that with two or three hours a month or two or three hours a day, uh, every day during November, I can kill a 50,000 word count. I already Mm -hmm. know, you know, my writing speed. I know I can do that. I just haven't built the schedule. See, and I don't think you should feel guilty. Yeah. Um, Because one thing I wanted to emphasize is NaNoWriMo is a tool to help you be a better writer. And everything on writing excuses we mentioned are tools to try or and discard potentially if it doesn't work for you. I often say I've never officially won NaNoWriMo. This is because November has never hit yet in the <laughs> you know 15 mm-hmm. years we've been doing this where I was starting a new project. And I think the spirit of NaNoWriMo is to sit down with something that you have outlined but not written a word on and just write 50,000 words. I have always been in the middle of a project and I said, well, for moral support of my friends who are doing this, I'm going to post my word counts as I write this month anyway. But many times recently it's been, I'm in revisions. I can't yeah. stop these revisions or a book will get delayed a month. Yeah, they- I, um, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I did Nano three or four times, won it most of those times, and haven't since. I, I haven't done it since I've been published because of that reason. It never lines up with what I'm working on at the time. So I've actually managed to structure my writing career so that I can start the book in November and then and then I have to turn it in in April and it's been yeah. fine. And that's what moral Someone's high ground looks like. Yeah, no, no. It, it's just it's just lucky, but but I just wanted to point out there's an unofficial clause that everyone a lot of people use. It's called the uh, Zokuto clause. Uh, and that clause is uh, it allows veteran writers Someone who, if you have already finished a work, you can continue a work in progress during NaNoWriMo. And the reason that this clause exists, and, and the reason it, a lot of people refer to it, is that the, the one of the goals with NaNoWriMo is to demonstrate to you that you have it in you to write 50,000 words in a month. And if you already know that, if you already know you can complete a novel, then this is just... Right. This right. is... Mm-hmm. Right. Giving moral support to others is great, yes. but not if it at the expense of your yeah, writing, yeah. Cur- your current project. You know, there's a, uh, I, in 2017, I uh, 
started teaching a family history class uh, in my uh, church Sunday school congregation. And one of the things we talked about is writing your family histories. And I talked to them about crafting stories and about what makes a story. How do you make the story of your life exciting? And we started talking about word counts. And these were people who were not writers. And I said, guys, if you can type, you know, 30 words a minute in storytelling mode, um, after 60 minutes, uh, you will you will have written... How many is that? 1,800? Nine million. <laughs> you will have written 9,000 million word novels uh, in an hour, and they will all be about you. And um, the point is, in talking with these people who are not writers, I watched the lights come on. It's like, oh my gosh, that's... A lot of people have never written that much since college, and they looked at the... 15-page term paper as a thing to be dreaded. And I look at it now and think, oh, 15 pages. Do you want that single space or double space manuscript format? Uh, what, what's the word count here? Uh, I, I know how to turn out words like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what they come up with. Now, um, if you want a writing prompt, <laughs> I've got to say, I'm sitting here staring at Howard across the table from me. Howard has vision. a blanket around his shoulders because he was just a little bit cold. He cut his, the front of his finger off earlier. So he's got a bandage on his finger and a bloody cloth in front of him. <laughs> he is wearing a headband because the way we do writing excuses is we stick a little microphone onto our forehead and then put a headband around it. And his actually has sequins on it. Blue with I'm sequins. wearing a blanket, a bloody <laughs> bandage, a sequined headband, and there is a microphone hanging over, essentially, my third eye. Yeah. Right. And he's hunched in front of the table, and he looks like a prized fighter mixed with, like, someone who's like going to announce something. I mean, mixed it is with your so granddad. interesting. <laughs> Not that you, sorry, no so problem. So take everything magic. he's wearing and build a magic system. <laughs> I mean, and he's got a monster energy drink next to him. It is the perfect too much too much monster energy drink. Bloody cloths. And uh, and some chocolate. Yes. <laughs> and that image, that image has to go in a story somewhere. There you go. 50,000 words in one month. Howard, <laughs> in the interest of liner notes, you, you want to grab your camera phone and take a picture of yes. this? And I'll just yes. put it in. Yes. I was going to do that after we, we finished take recording. Take a picture and put it in. All right. We'll okay. do that. We don't need to do that while yeah. we're recording. Um, we're out of time with that. On that <laughs> wonderful note, you guys, um, your homework is to find a way to use NaNoWriMo to your advantage. Set some goals this month, some writing goals. It doesn't actually have to be the 50,000 words. It can be whatever it's, it's going to fit, fit your schedule, but I want you to push yourself. Yeah. And I want use this you, month to make words that you would not have made otherwise. That's right. And that simply is your homework. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre. 
They also run the annual Locus Awards, a top-tier award that recognizes new, diverse, and excellent voices in speculative fiction. They tell the storyteller's stories through author interviews, book reviews, curated reading lists, international industry news, obituaries, and more. Locus has meant a lot to me, both personally and professionally. In my career, I've been interviewed by them, and I've also turned to them as a source of understanding who is involved in the industry. Locus is holding their annual fundraising drive to keep their doors open, lights on, and future bright. I'll be contributing to their crowdfunding campaign by donating a cutscene, some original art, and a couple of other things like, do you want to do a one-on-one chat with me? So join me in supporting Locus. Locus. 